All right, good evening. Shavua Tov, hope all of you are doing well, ready to get started. We're going to be learning Maseches Rosh Hashanah, Daf Chav Beis, and we're starting halfway down on Chav Aleph, Amud Beis, at the new Mishnah. Uh, things will move pretty quickly tonight. We'll be ending at the Mishnah that's about 15 lines or so from the bottom of Chav Beis, Amud Beis, um, and then we will call it a night. Tonight, we're going to be focusing on uh, the Edus the itself. Who is allowed to represent? When should they come to Bezdin? So let's get started with the new Mishnah. Again, a little bit more than halfway down on Chafal from the base. Whether the moon, whether the moon is shown Be'alil, we'll see soon in the Gemara that this means that it's uh, that it's nigla, that it's very revealed. Everybody sees it. That it's not perfectly clear. It's harder to see. Either way, the halacha is that one is allowed to be in order to give this edus. If in fact it's visible to all, why do I need you? Sanhedrin will look outside. It's near Everyone can see it. What's the... When, when we have a, a need to be Mechal Shabbos, it doesn't mean you have a mitzvah to be Mechal Shabbos. Okay, you have a need to be Mechal Shabbos. Rabbi Yossi is, uh, is Cholek, and he says that if, in fact, it's near Rebbe Alil, that the moon, it's so obvious. Everybody sees the moon. Sanhedrin will see it too. Then there's no need to be Mechal Shabbos. Ein Mechal and Allah That's a big nafkamina between the two shitas. And, in fact, says the Mishnah, Maisa, She'avru Yoser me'ar ba'im zug, there were more than 40 pairs that were, were on their way to go give edus. And Rabbi Akiva, we'll soon see that this is not so simple. He held them back. He said, no, 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 don't go. Why didn't he tell them to go? Because it was near Rabbi Alil. They saw that it was perfectly visible. Why do I need you? We've got Sanhedrin. I don't need you to do it. I don't need an aid. This is obvious. Shalach lo, Rabban Gamliel. Rabban Gamliel says, seemingly to Rabbi Akiva, the Gemara, again, will uproot this. If you stop people from coming to give testimony, then if you don't let these guys go, even though the moon is clear as day, clear as night, whatever the phrase is, then even, even though that's true, you can't stop people from going. Why? Because then in the future, they may not go again. This svara is employed by Hatzalah. Why are you allowed to go to an emergency? Because it's Bikuach Nefashos. Great. Solve the problem. Get the patient to the hospital. But why are you allowed to drive home? So Ramosha Feinstein has a chew about this. The reason why you're allowed to drive home is because if every time you had to go on a Hatzalah call on Friday night at midnight, you had to stay the rest of Shabbos or walk home, you're going to hesitate the next time you take a call. And therefore, Ramosha says, the ride home you're allowed because of suffix bikuach nefashos in a future case. So it's a similar svara here. The reason we allow you to go uh, the, to go be mechal uh, Shabbos here by the Edos for Kiddush HaChodesh is because if you don't go now, even though it's obvious, if you don't go now, we're afraid that next month when it's obvious again, you won't show up. And therefore, says the Gemara, says the Mishnah, excuse me, that we should therefore allow Chil Shabbos to take place. Says the Gemara, how do we know that this language of Alil, my mashma dehai Alil, lishna de miglehu? How do we know that the word Alil means that something is revealed? It's based on the Pasuk. What does the Pasuk say? The Pasuk reads, Imaros Hashem, Amaros Tehoros. The statements of Hashem are very pure statements. Kesef Tsaruf. It is as though it is refined silver. Be'alil La'aret. And it's revealed to the land. Um, and the Pasuk concludes, Mezukak Shiva Simon. It will benefit everyone sevenfold. Ravishmo. This is totally off the rails here. This has nothing to do with the Gemara at all, but it's just a play on the Pasuk. Shiva Simon means seven times seven. So it means that there's 49. 
For what is 49 referencing? Rav Shmuel. Machlokas in the early Amoraim were about 12 lines from the bottom of Chafala from base, says the Gemara, Chad Amar, Nun Shari Bina Nivru Uba There really are 50 levels of Bina in the world. Vichula Nitnu Moshe Chaser Echad. Moshe was on the 49th level of Bina, which is just fascinating because he pulled out the Jews who were on the 49th level of Tuma. So the, o- the only person who would be shyach to extract someone who's on the 49th level of Tuma is someone who understands how to pull them out from each of those levels of Tuma. That's on more on the metaphysical uh, plane about how Moshe did what he did. The Moshe lacked only a little bit of God. He only had 49 out of the 50 levels only. Uh, he only had 49 out of, we have zero. So <laughs> we're not really uh, in much competition here, but uh, so Moshe had 49 of those levels. Says the Gemara, Bikesh Kohelas Limso Dibre Chefetz, Bikesh Kohelas, Kohelas is Shlomo. Bikesh, she requested Limso Dibre Chefetz to have the desirable, to have the knowledge. Bikesh Kohelas, Yoska Moshe. He wanted to also have the Memtes Shari Bina. He wanted that. Yotas Abaskal, the Amrlo. Then there was a Baskal that came out of heaven. What did the Baskal say? The Chasu Yosher Dibre Emes. Yosher. Um, Yosher is a reference to Sefer Dvarim, which is referred to by some as the Sefer Hayoshar. And we need to say that those words are emes. What does it say in Sefer Dvarim? No other Nevi'im would be like Moshe. So that's one approach. Moshe had the 49 levels. Shlomo wanted it, but couldn't get it. If you also notice that Moshe and Shlomo is Le Moshe, he wanted to be like Moshe, very, very similar words. Anyways, that's Shita number one. Shita number two, five lines from the bottom of Chafala from the base. But it's true that by Nevi'im, we're so, this by us is so obvious that Moshe was the greatest of the great when it came to Chachma, uh, when, it came to, when it came to being a Navi. But says the Gemara that when it comes to Malachim, the kings actually could access the 49 levels of Bina. So that's what the Gemara, the Gemara says, that maybe Shlomo Taka could have reached that level of 49 levels of Bina. What then does the Pasuk mean? That he wanted to have those 49 levels. <laughs> that's how we just gave Shadok <laughs> According to the first of the Amorim that we just saw, says the Gemara, really, really, Shlomo felt, Shlomo wanted to have a level of wisdom where he would be able to paskin Shilas in Bezdin without Adim and without Hasra. That's an unbelievably high level of clarity. There are books out on this about face reading and about, uh, I don't know, body language. I've read a couple of them. Some of them are fascinating. How many of them are admissible in court, I don't know. But the Gemara here is saying an idea. The Gemara here is saying an idea that really, if you wanted to make it so that he wouldn't eat anything, no. We have to do that, which is Yosher and MSLP. I've shared this many moons ago when we were learning Maseches Nida before the turn of the new cycle. I've shared it once or twice before. My Chavrusa in Smicha for Hilchos Nida told me that he had a friend who paskined his own Hilchos Nida based on the Gemara of Maseches Nida, without Rishonim, just the way that he understood the Gemara, which means that he's not a from Jew, because there's no possible way, no possible way that someone could learn the Gemara of Maseches Nida and paskin basically anything unless it was absolutely blaring in the Gemara. Uh, we, for example, we know that a woman could be Poreses Nida, it's easy to be Machmer in Hilchos Nida, but to paskin Kulas? No way. I, I've heard from Rabbi First and from Rabbi Robinson, some of the craziest, wildest psukim, that if you just learned shas, you would have assumed that it would be Nisr Daraisa. But hearing them in the context of psak and the development of halacha from the Gemara to Rishonim to, to the Shulchan Aruch and the Nosei Kalim and the Achronim and the Poskim, much more sophisticated. So that's 
Again, on a firm way, Shlomo wanted to have that level of wisdom, says the Gemara, you can't do that, Ella. It has to be Alpi, Shnaim Edim. That brings us to the top of Chavbez Manalif. Let's continue. The Gemara says that there was a story in our Mishnah, that Rabbi Akiva withheld 40 people from going to give Edus on Shabbos. Don't be Mechal Shabbos. It's near a Be'alil. Everything can be seen. So why are you going to be Mechal Shabbos? So it says the Gemara, Tanya, the Brisa writes, There's no way that Rabbi Akiva would have ever done such a thing. No way. Talmud <laughs> Chacham like that. There's not... There's no possible chance that he would have done that. So it says the Gemara, Ela Shazefer, this is a person's name, Rosh Hashel Geder, who was the head of a place called Geder Ikvan. He was the one who held them back. And he was demoted from his position as a mayor or whatever the role was that he had in the community. And so the Gemara says it was not Rabbi Akiva. New Mishnah. We know, of course, that under a chuppah, I was just at someone's house, a uh, secular Jewish couple, and uh, they said to me, uh, oh, by the way, in addition to brises, do you do any other rabbinic things? I said, I try to avoid pretty much everything else, but uh, I have done weddings before. They said, yeah, we actually had a question about our wedding. Is it a problem that our Adam were related to one another? Um, I'm like, I just circumcised your baby. So you have some, some significant problems. So the post can discuss this in halacha of what happens if a couple doesn't have a halachically kosher marriage. Are they married halachically? Let's say they get secularly divorced and she has a baby with another man. Is that mamzerus? So these are good shilas and halacha. So the poskim discussed this idea about whether the tashmish amita that the couple had right when they got married was l'shem ishus was for the sake of this is a big deal in the poskim. Okay, that's a discussion. Anyways, I said to them, you do need to get a uh, you do need to get remarried halachically with an appropriate ksuba with Adim who are shomer shabbos, which is certainly not the case in regards to their Adim. They had a double a double knock that they were not. They were not from, which is absol mamish. Even if only one aid is possible, doesn't matter. Either the Russia, either the and they, uh, whatever, they were all related. What's the status of the kid? Then? Nothing. It's uh, the kid's fine. The kid's fine. It's just a, and and of uh, the Tashma Shamita, the actual intercourse might be problematic halachically because you're not married. It's not the kid's problem. It's not the kid's problem, and it, it doesn't really change anything in regards to the it's kid. He's not a mom's there, but that was the Shiloh. But if, if she were to, in theory, let's say if she were to cheat, or even if she were to get a secular divorce and then have a baby with another man, was that first Kedushin a Kedushin? That's a great Shiloh. Because you can't be sure she would get a proper guest alone, and you've got something to fall back on. No, but that's not like a root. You don't have to assume a divorce necessarily. I don't know. <laughs> I have seen the statistics. I don't know. I don't know how far does it go. Do you have to make such an assumption? Secular Jews shouldn't have halachic marriages. There is such an approach so that there's something to fall back on. Perhaps there was a famous Shiloh that was brought to Rav Moshe Feinstein about this, where a, a woman had gotten married on some army base. And then she got divorced. Nobody knew if there was a uh, nobody knew if there was a kedushin to start with, but she had a, she had some kind of divorce. And then she remarried, and she had a baby. 
So all of this was built on a Svek Sveka. Suffolk, if you got divorced, and even if you didn't get divorced, maybe your first Kedushan was Svek Sveka. Exactly. The problem is that uh, according to Ashkenazim, Ashkenazim are not allowed to build their own Svek Svekos. The Kuntras Svek Svekos doesn't allow such a thing. So Moshe Feinstein very, very carefully guided them at the time to Ravavadja Yosef. And they said, go only to one person on planet Earth, go to Ravavadja Yosef. And Ravavadja Yosef built a Svek Sveka for them so that the child would not be a mamzer. That's incredible. Anyways, uh, this is a little different. We're talking about Kiddush HaChodesh here. So what about the ages for Kiddush HaChodesh? The, the, in- the level of intensity can drop a little bit. There's no Mamzerus. But, yeah, but like, maybe, maybe, but, but even yeah. that, we're not so concerned about that. The quality of their ages might not be so bad. So let's see. That's subject to a machlokas tonight as well. Four lines down, they should go. Now, they're not allowed to give testimony together. In and of themselves, they're not, it's not supposed to be. Is it a psul deraisa? Unclear from the Mishnah what the actual uh, psul would be, but it seems from our Mishnah that it's not allowed. And that's the Tanakhama of Shimon Omer. Av ubno v'chol hakroven k'sherin le'edus hachodesh. All of them are allowed. No problem at all. Nothing wrong with it at all. And it's only when it comes to Hilchos Ishus and other, other areas of Edus as well, where we have such a problem. Rabbi Yossi. And Rabbi Yossi says that there's a story. Uh, let's see what, whose side the story supports. Maisa Harofe. This was a person. Who uvno ve'avdo It was he and his son and his freed slave. The Kiblu HaKohanim Osobe Espinu, Upaslavas Abdo. The Kohanim, when they got to the base of Mikdash, they said, We're only going to take the father and the son, but the Ebed is no good. But when they finally got to Sanhedrin to actually give their Havono, to, to give their ages, Kiblu Osobe Es Abdo, Upaslavas That's very interesting, because that seems to, to support the sheets of the Tanakhama. That Av and Beno cannot be used together, but the Ebed Meshukhrar, remember the keyword Meshukhrar, because if he's not Meshukhrar, he has the halachic status of an Isha within terms of Edus. He's not allowed to give Edus. But once an Ebed is Meshukhrar, then he has the halachic status of a full-fledged Jew. So therefore, it seems from the story and from the conclusion of the Mishnah that we paskin like the Tanakhama. We'll discuss this in the Gemara. Amar of Levi, my time of the Rib Shimon. Why are we allowed to... Right? You're going to try and tell me that over here, brothers and are allowed to give Edus together. That's never allowed anywhere. On Mehi how could that even be? So the Gemara gives a gorgeous answer. One third of the way down. Look at the Pasuk in Chumash. Who are the two people we're talking to? El Moshe Vel Aaron, brothers. The Eretz Mitzrayim, Lemor, Achodesh Hazalachem, Edus Zu, Tehek Sher Bachem. This type of Edus can be kosher even with the two of you. So that's a, a, a Pasuk Mefuresh Spatora to show you that brothers are allowed to give Edus in this context and in this context only. It's the anomaly, it's not the norm. The Rabbanon, how do the rabbis learn this? Says the Gemara, Edus Zo Lochem. This should be given to you. Now, these words are difficult to understand and thankful to Rashi for his clarity. Fourth line on the page in Rashi, only to the, to the great people of the generations, not the regular people. The Pasuk wasn't coming along to teach us that brothers are allowed. The Pasuk was only coming to teach us that the Chashuve Hador are allowed to do so. A little bit, uh, almost halfway down, Omer So then we saw the next sheet in the Gemara, that Tuvya Harofe, the story, the way that it played out was that... Uh, was that we, it seems to be that siblings are not allowed or father's son was not allowed. Amar of Chanan, this is very difficult Gemara. Amar of Chanan bar Rava, Hilchasa Shimon. The Gemara says that the halacha is like Rib Shimon. 
Let's look back in the Mishnah, fourth line of the Mishnah. It says, Av ubno Says the Gemara, and this is a principle when it comes to Psak. When you see two shitas in the Mishnah, and one of the shitas has a story, so the Maisa is the Machriya. That's what the Gemara says. Hold on one second. Allah is like Rav Shimon, who says that we're mekel to allow siblings and father's son to give edus. How can that be? Rav Yossi, U Maisa. We have Rav Yossi, and we have a story. That breaks the rules of Psak. When you have an Uvza, when you have an actual case, then of course we should be under the assumption that the halacha is like that opinion. So why would you say that the halacha is like Rav Shimon when Bipashtas, we should assume that the halacha is like Rav Yossi, that because at the end of the Mishnah we said, no, no father and son, but rather father and Evan Meshuchra, great, great, but don't, don't give me this whole thing about that we paskin like Rav Shimon. We have, we have a, a Maisa and we have Rav Yossi, we should paskin like Rav Yossi. It says the Gemara, Amar Lo, that's so strange. I've said many times in front of Rab that the halacha is like Rib Shimon and not like, and he never complained. He never said anything to me. So, Amar Le, Hechitanis, how did you teach the Mishnah? Amar Le, Ipcha. I taught the Mishnah with reversed shitas. Namely, I said that Rib Shimon was the one who didn't allow for siblings and parents and children to, to give ages together. Omar Lay, well, you're not the sharpest tack on the board over there. Of course, he didn't argue with you when you said that Rav Shimon had Rav Yossi's shita. That's obvious. Omar Lay, because you had the wrong shita. And then the Gemara says, and this is where we have a real challenge in the Girsa. Omar Tabi, Bere Damari, Omar Tabi, Bere Damari Tabi, Omar Mar Ukva, Omar Shmuel, Hilchasek Rav Shimon. Which Rav Shimon? The Rav Shimon that he presented incorrectly that was Rav Yossi, or is it the Rav Shimon that we have as it's displayed in our Mishnah? And if you look at the little footnote on the side, it'll say, Ein Rav Shimon. Very confusing in regards to Psach Halacha. If we used the logic that the Gemara employed so far, we would assume that it should be Ein Hilchasaki Rav Shimon, because again, we have the Maisa and we have the Shitas Rav Yossi. That brings us to the next Mishnah, and we have two left in the parak. Let's continue. Elu Hain Hapsulin. The following people are not allowed to be Aden. In regards to what? So the Chorah, in regards to the context that we're discussing, we're talking about Aedus for this purpose. Although we do know that this applies in other areas as well. This is quoted in Masechah Sanhedrin for Aedus in general. And for those who gamble heavily, this is a Gemara for you. Elu Hain Hapsulin, Hamasachik Bekubia, Rashi. Uh, Rashi is a quarter of the way down. They would cut uh, shapes out of bone. And they would make bets with one another. And the rabbi said, That means that if we're gambling, so you and I are making a deal with one another, that I'm letting you take my money if I lose, and you're letting me take your money if, if you lose. But says the Gemara, this asmachta, this deal that you're making is lo kanya. And look at the rest of Rashi, a very sharp line, behareihein gazlonin midirabonan. To gamble with one another is gzela derabonan. Dimideoraisa, eno karui gazlon. The reason why it's not a dindo raisa is because I'm letting you do it. But asmachta lo kanya, because the deal that we made doesn't actually have a halachic mechanism. So therefore, uh, you're, it's an iser de Rabbanon. Uh, you're, you're taking from me. I'm kind of letting you, but you're still taking from me. You have to actually grab it out of someone's hand for it to be, uh, to be gzela. But here, asmachta lokanya. So that's why a masachic pukubia, when people gamble with one another, uh, it's a good shiloh. I don't know, Rashi makes it very difficult to gamble with one another straight up. I don't know the halachos here. I don't know. 
I'm not sure. How much? Can I get in? I just want to know. I can arrange for this. I mean, there's one person in this room who can control what time we finish Tafiomi. If you would have said nine o'clock, we really could have had a real conversation. Fascinating. You see, these are complex. Allah Sfardim are super makbit about it. Even in Eretz Yisrael, where all the money goes to the Mifala Pais, where the money goes to the educational system, is also not so simple. The lottery money, not so pashat. So by Sfardim, they're pretty makbit. There are coolest Rashkenazim. I don't know what they are. I'm not saying there aren't any. I just don't know. I don't know the Sugya well enough to speak about it in depth. So that's one psul, it's Mesachik Bekubya. Umal beribis, those who lend with ribis. It's very interesting to be malve beribis is an Isser Daraisa. The reason why it's not categorized as mamish its own Isser Daraisa is because if you and I make a deal, even though the deal is Isser and you agree to pay with interest, it's the same as the Mesachik Bekubya. I'm not grabbing your money. It's that every time you write me back the check, you're adding 10% or 5%. So instead of the $1,000, you pay me 1050 But you wrote me the check. You're doing it willingly, even though it's us, sir. So therefore, this case, uh, Yonim, interesting. Rashi, you took a look at Mavricha Yonim, halfway down. We're, we're, we're racing the pigeons, right? We're going to see the pig races we've when we went uh, once with our family, we saw these pig races. It was unbelievable, this, the game psychology. How rapidly we got bought up in which pig was going to win. We were standing up and screaming like a bunch of crazy people about these pigs that we had no money on. We, they were, all just had a little co- colored coat on them. Blue, red, whatever it was. It was crazy. Something happened to us. It was very weird. What? Right, right, right. Right, you're supposed to be Masachik Bakubia. Yeah, while you're in a swimming pool on Shabbos. It says Gemara Vesokhre Shvis Vavadim. Can we just now even cat? It's betting on pigs in a pool on Shabbos with a new haircut. It's great. Vesokhre Shabbos Vavadim. So all of these things are all woven in together. Says the Gemara Zaklal, call Edusain Ishak Shera Law, anything that a woman cannot give Edusan, a Afhain Anon Ksherin Law. Then even the cases that we listed in the beginning of our mission would not be allowed, which has a very unique implication, says the Gemara, Ha Ishak Shera Law, Afhain Ksherin Law, that had it been that a woman could give Edus here, then we allow these people who have the status of an Isser Dirabanan upon them to give Edus as well, which is a very unique halacha. Amaravashi Zosamaris Gazlan did the Rim Kashal Edus Isha. And that's what the Gemara says explicitly in the name of Ravashi, the Diuk is correct, that if in fact there was a Gazlan did Ibrahim, there was a Gazlan who was only in the status of rabbinic violation. The halacha, the halacha is that he could give Edus Isha in regards to a uh, to, to Edus Isha. What does that mean? What's Edus Isha? So take a look at Rashi. Rashi is uh, three-fourths of the way down. In order to get her out of a case of Aguna, but Davka Gazlan did Ibrahim, but only if their status of Gzela was derabanon. However, Abal Gazlan even though a woman is possibly the Raisa, she could give Edus to be Matir Aguna. So these are all the 9-11 shilas. They saw person X jump up, jump out of a building, and he would say, please tell my wife that I jumped out of a building. And they would go tell the Rav, and the Rav would have to say, what did you say? All the shilas that they'd have to ask the Nebuch, all the awful shilas that came out. But a woman can give edus uh, under those circumstances. So wherever a woman can give edus, then a person who has an otherwise psul de rabbanon is allowed to give edus as well. Last mission in the parak. A person saw the new month, but they are immobile. 
Put him on the back of a donkey. Drag him on a bed. If it's a dangerous road, we will see that soon see in the Gemara that the Baitusim, that these people wanted specifically to ruin our calendar. And because they wanted to ruin our calendar, they would, uh, you know, slash tires and they would make it whatever that meant back in the day. They would make it very difficult for people to travel. So if they were going to be attacked, they could bring sticks baseball bat whatever the whatever the weapon of the of the century was if it was very far they could even carry food again we're talking that was the issue that we're talking about is traveling outside one is allowed to um, travel night and day on Shabbos um, in order to be to give it a chodesh and amar elam ikrei Hashem ikrei kodesh asher tikro sabem adam hadron aloch arba rosh hashanim yiratzim. We come back to this daf in seven and a half years. We're actually going to continue straight in with the same exact suga. Interesting, the parak breaks here because the topics don't really change that much. Says the Gemara five lines from the bottom at the beginning of the new parak. Parak im einan makirin says the mission einan makirin oso. If Sanhedrin doesn't recognize oso, we have to look at the words here. Oso is in the singular. If if the Sanhedrin doesn't recognize him, yeah, we don't know what that means yet. It doesn't recognize him. The Mishalchen Imo Acher Lehaido. So let's say that I'm going. Seven hundred doesn't know me. I'm a regular Jew. They don't know me. But I bring in someone who's a you know a representative of the community that everybody knows. So they say, I know Phil. Phil's a reliable guy. He can give edus. That's what the Mishnah says. But initially they would take edus achodesh from everyone. And once the Baitusim started to mess around and they started to give, we'll see a great story in the Gemara today where they tried and failed. Once they started to try and mess up the way we were being Mekadesh HaChodesh, at that point, they would not take any ages at all whatsoever unless it was someone that they trusted personally. I just had a discussion today with B'Tzal Shore. Uh, it's very interesting. The OU was working on this as well, trying to give a hechsher to Stam, to, to Sifrei Torah and to Mezuzos. And it's really, really, really very simple uh, to, to ruin uh, a parsha. It doesn't take much. You have to not know a little bit about halacha. So uh, the OU is working on this project. I was talking about Salah unrelated. I get to him from my, my son, Amir Tashem. So he said, he's like, oh, I heard, we were talking about this project. He's like, it's came out impossible because at the end of the day, you just need to trust the software. At the end of the day, what system are you going to put in place? You just need to have a relationship and trust the sofer to know that he's Erlach, to know that he's a Tamil Chacham, he has to know the halachos of Safros. It's not simple. They're all computer checked. How do we know what computer software they're looking at? It's not. It's very, very complicated. And we've all heard the stories of the comic strips that are found inside of Parshas Rahman al Islam. That's a, a terrible, terrible busha. The din of those people is not going to be great. But that's what the Gemara says here. At the end of the day, because of the Baitusim, the only people they would trust for Eidus Achodesh were people who were Makirin. And that's the end of the Mishnah. Says the Gemara, the language is so strange. It says, They would bring in one other person, singular. They'd bring in one other person to verify that the guy who was giving Eidus was, was reasonable. Says the Gemara, It implies that there's only one other guy. Top of Says the Gemara, we trust this guy. Take a look at Rashi. This guy who's just um, he's a chaperone to say that guy that the actual Adam are good. Who says that's enough? But we have a plural. His witnesses. There were two people to verify. Says the Gemara, my Papa, my You're right. 
when our Mishnah says that we send Acher with him, it doesn't mean we send only one person. It's Zug Acher. It's another pair with him. It says, This is a very reasonable response because there's multiple uses of single uh, reference words in our Mishnah. We have Oso, which is what we're about to analyze now. Those four words belong in quotes. If they don't recognize him in the singing, my oso, ilema oso chad. If you want to say that the guy that they're trying to prove this guy is one guy, the chad mi mehemen, how can you have only one guy to give the edus? Says the Gemara, mishpat ksiv be. The pasuk says mishpat. The pasuk, the whole pasuk is kichoti shalu mishpat lelokeyakov. It has to be a mishpat like we normally do in Bezdin, which is with two people. He says Gemara, my oso, oso hazug, and therefore. Our Mishnah, when it speaks all in the singular form, it really is, in fact, referencing pairs and not individuals. Says Gemara, but wait one second. I have a story that goes against the basic din. Says Gemara, seven lines down. I have a story where one guy was sufficient. That Rav Nehoroi accompanied. Uh, the Adam that joined, it was Machal Shabbos. They walked past the Tchum, and it only says Rav Nehoroi's name. It doesn't add anybody else's name. So it seems to be that it should be absolutely mutter to have only one aid to verify, says Gemara Amre. No, Rav Nehoroi, he had another witness with him. He's such a chash of a yid, big Tamil chacham. And a post they didn't want to mess, they didn't want to like detract from his couple. So they only referenced him, but there really was someone else. Ravashi gave a different answer. Ravashi Omar, 10 lines down, 12 lines down. Rav Nehoroi, actually, there was someone waiting for him there who also knew this witness. So let's say you lived in that city, and I lived in a different city with the, with the witnesses. So I'm going to go knowing that we have a common friend who can verify you as a witness. Great, wonderful. So go do that. So it says the Gemari Hachimai Lameimra. Well, if that's the case, then what was the whole point of the case of Rav No Right? Says the Gemara that Ma'u Detema Misveka Lomechalalinon Shabsa Kamash Malan. This is a knock your socks off sock. This is so strange. The Gemara says as follows I live in Usha, and the Adim live in Usha. Uh, I live in City X, and the Aiden live with me in City X, and we're going to Usha, but I don't know if you're home for Shabbos. Total suffix, 50-50. I have no idea where you are for Shabbos, and in their time, they may not have even known if the other person was alive. We have no idea. Can you be Mechal Shabbos on the hunch that maybe the, the other guy in the other city who's going to be your pair, that maybe he's there, says the Gemara, unbelievably, yes, Kamash Malan, that one is allowed to be Mechal Shabbos, even misveka. What about Savik the Rais of the Chumra? What about all the other halachos that we need to deal with that are very, very difficult? Chum Shabbos. So very, very difficult. Gemara, but that is in fact the Psaq. And then let's take this a step further because thus far we've only been discussing in Eretz Yisrael. What about carrying this message to Bavel? Do we still need Adim there? So says the Gemara, third of the way down. Ki asa'ula amar Ula said when he got to Bavel that they sanctified the month in Ma'arava in the west in Eretz Yisrael, which means that Kiddush HaChodesh took place. 
Amar Rav Kahana, and by the way, how many people were there? Just one, just Ula. There was not witnesses, it was just Ula. Says the Gemara, Amar Rav Kahana, Lomi Baya Ula, the Gabra Rabahu de Of course, we're going to believe that one person when it's Eidechadnam and Bisurin, all the other halachic tools, but we're going to use to make sure that Ula is protected and that we actually trust him. We even believe any Yid, any one person. My time, what's the reason why we believe one Yid? We just said we don't believe one Yid. Uh, when it comes to Eretz Yisrael, why do we believe one Yid when it comes to Babel? Because kol milsa de avida le'igluye, anything that will automatically become revealed in due time, loma shakre ba'inshi. People don't lie about that. I argue this principle based on the fact that there are children in the world who, even though you know you're going to find the graffiti with their name signed under it, they'll tell you that it wasn't me. So, the, but the Gemara says this as a halachic principle that in Bavel, any Yid can say that they were Mekadesh HaSachodesh in Eretz Yisrael. Why? Because in due time, the message is going to get there properly. We're going to know when they kept Rosh Hashanah, when they kept, in due time, things will clarify themselves. And therefore, even in Bavel, I should say in Bavel, even a person who's not a Tamil Chacham, we would trust him. Tanya Namiyachi, the Brisa writes the same. Almost halfway down, the Brisa writes, and we trust one person anywhere because of that same halachic logic of Kol Milsa David any fact that will in due time automatically become revealed, people don't lie about that. We had said in our Mishnah at the two dots, we had said, we, we used to accept from everyone, but then the Baitusim got in the way. What's the story? What did these Baitusim do? Says the Gemara, a great story. It's like mafia. The Baitusim wanted to mess things up for the Jews. What did they do? Uh, they rented, they hired They took 400 Zeus and they split it 200 a guy. So it's like all the, the movies. Uh, you know, uh, I'll pay you X amount for the hit. So here, the hit wasn't on a person's life. It was just to mess up the Chachamim and to be Makadish the Chodesh at the wrong time. So says the Gemara, they paid 200 per person. Here was the mistake. We, we had an inside, uh, an inside guy. They didn't realize that one of the people that they hired was a from a Yid. He was a Ben Torah. And the other guy was a Baitusi who was interested and invested in ruining the Jews. So fine. Their guy went in and gave testimony and said, ah, the moon was like this. It's in this location right above the mountain, right above the tree. The crescent looks like this, blah, blah, blah. I gave all the details and then he left. Then the second aide came in, came in. Shelanu Amru, our guy says, Amru Lo, they said to the Bezdin, uh, Emor, the, the Bezdin said to him, Emor, Ketzad how did you see the moon? So give us, give us your edus. Amar Lahem, and here there's a machlokas in the, in the Mephorshim. Was he just saying gibberish or is there a deeper message here? Amar Lahem, Ole Hayisi Adumim, I was on the ascent of Ma'ale Adumim. The moon was crouching between two rocks. Its head was similar to an egel. Its ears were similar to the ears of a gdi. And its horns were similar to that of a deer. And its tail was resting between its legs. And I saw it and I just fell backwards. Unfortunately, discussed was no moon looks like this, obviously. No moon looks like animals. So what, what was happening? So some of the Mephorshim say he was speaking gibberish so that they would know that he was trying to undo the Edus. And he said, three lines into the wide lens. And if you don't believe me, I'm going to show you 
my purse of cash. Look what I have. They gave me 200 Zeus to come over here and try to lie. But I'm showing you that I'm a firm yid. He lied. Don't listen to their ages. Who told you to do this? I heard that the Baitusim wanted to mess people over. Amarti, I said, let me sneak my way in. Let me let me show them that I'm a Baitusi, pretend for a day, and then I'll I'll be able to be one of the Adam. And I'll let the Bezdin know for real. To let them know the people who are not fit are coming to teach you, are coming to give Adus, excuse me, said to him, and this gets us into a big halachic shaila as we get close to the end of this sugya uh, to the next Mishnah. You can keep the 200 zoos. Why can you keep the 200 zoos? You were given 200 zoos to do something that you didn't do. AFLP that it's usur. You were given 200 zoos to say something. Why do you get to keep the money? I don't know. It's not the best business money, but. They told him to lie and talk about the moon. Which he did. He said, oh, that's good. <laughs> no, he clearly did not do what he was hired to do. That is great. That is a great response, though. That's a great response. He said, go lie to Bezdin. He's like, I got it. That's great. That's not what the that, that, that's not what the Mephorshim say, but that's a great svara. Brilliant. That's, what they, that's really brilliant. But it's very strange because it's not his money to keep. How does this work? I don't understand. Yeah, they have kanasim. It's just it's mamish kneiva deraisa. I'm just saying it's like usually we say by the chachamim that it's b'sheva altasa. Here it's is this sheva altasa or maybe it's sheva altasa. They already have the money. That's what it says. The the person who actually hired you, amud, stretch him out over the amud, meaning set him up to get his lashes. So they would lean people over a beam of some kind. That's how they would do the lashes. But also Shah, at that time, he's kinu shelo ella minamakirin. At that time, they said, no more, no more of this. We, we can't tolerate the risk that's involved in pushing off one holiday to the wrong time. And therefore, from that day forward, uh, the only people who could give Edus HaChodesh were people who the Sanhedrin recognized. We'll stop right here. Mir Tashem will pick up tomorrow, 8.40, in person, with Daf Kavkimu. Have a good night. Wishing you all a beautiful night. What?